he doesn't leave you alone he has not left you alone the more trouble that there is in that thing know that he has supplied all the grace that you require to change that matter God is with you God is in you and he will never leave you alone you are his project and he's working on you is our month of increase praise God that is the word from the spirit of God to us that it's the month of increase so it means that the whole month you don't just have an expectation of increase but you're walking in that word are you getting me when the word of God comes to us we can have several different attitudes towards it but there is the right attitude towards the word that's part of what I want to share with you um, I think last week Sunday I started sharing um, with you basically on the advantage of the Holy Spirit and continuing that I want to mention to you the purpose of the Word of God but it's all talking about the same thing I said to you that the Christian is not called to obey the Word of God praise God sometimes that is shocker for some who've been Christians for a long time and didn't really understand what Christianity is the new creature let's go to 2nd Corinthians 5 verse 17 in the King James version then you give it to me in the New King James Version after that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All right, New King James. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. When you come into Christ, when you receive Christ, you have become a new creation. You are not the old creation. Coming into Christ makes you completely new, not refurbished. Something new that did not exist before. You are a new creature. Praise God. That new creature was not designed to obey. So that it's reinforced properly. Can you say that to your neighbor? The new creature was not designed to obey. Did you get it? You were not designed to obey the word of God. You don't have that in your design. It, you didn't come with that feature. <laughs> Praise God. First Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. Can I have it in the AMPC, the Amplified Classic? He said, you have been regenerated. And that is born again, not from a mortal origin, seed or sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever living and lasting word of God. Praise God. Now, there are things that come along with being born a man. Now look, when you have a child, that child is not going to be taught to be a human being. You can communicate culture the way you do things. But he was born with the ability to talk. Correct? How many of you taught 
your newborn how to speak. No, you were excited when they said dada. Because you've been waiting for that. Right? They had the ability already in them. They were born. That is their design. Another question. How many of you taught your kids to walk? Can I see your hand? Do you see anybody sitting by you trying to raise their hand? Quickly put it down. (laughs) Because it wouldn't be true. They saw and became. This is what we are. So, you see, the man was born of man's seed. And so he behaves like a man. It's in his coding. There are certain things in his DNA that are already programmed. It is the same way. Now that you were born not of mortal seed, you are born of the word of God. And that man has DNA. He has a programming. Okay. The little boy or girl that is given birth to. There are things that they are taught. But those are what they are supposed to become. So, imagine Deacon. If your kids were born in China. Or they were born in Japan. What language they speak is what you would have taught them. So, you were showing them what they should do. They weren't trying to obey. They were becoming. Are you getting me? But there were things that you programmed them with. And there were things that they came along with. Those things that you programmed them with are not different from what they were programmed with. Let me explain what I mean by that. Can human beings swim? Can they swim? No. Okay, there's there's something she's mentioning here. She's saying if they are taught. If they are taught, right? Are you sure? So they, they came like that. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. If they didn't have the ability to swim, could you teach them to swim? They will not be able to swim. But they came with an ability. All you needed to do was to teach them. They weren't obeying. Oh. They were becoming. There was a guidance. If you didn't guide them, they could go another way. But they have the innate ability to become. You cannot give them what is not consistent with the DNA they have to become. You can't teach them to back. If you teach them to back, they will be obeying. Because that is not their design. But the Lord already programmed them to have in them abilities to do what men do. Now, when you were born again, that ceased. A new life began. That life is what Jesus said he was bringing. He said, I have come so that they might have life and have it to the full. He said, whoever believes in me will receive eternal life. That eternal life is the life of God. So now, God is my father. I have his DNA the Jews who were commanded to obey didn't have the DNA of God. So that is why they had to obey. It was like teaching a dog to live like a man. So the dog has to be obedient. Oh, come on. So you say, you give him, and so what do you do? You introduce food, so a reward for obedience. That is where a lot of Christians are still stuck. (laughs) You're getting it. And so, when they do something, they're looking for a reward. When they do something, they're looking for a reward. No, but (laughs) that is not the nature that we have. 
A dog, if you want to train a dog to sit, you have to push the, the back down. Then you give it um, a treat. You keep on doing that. Then he associates, when my back goes down, I get this joy. <laughs> I get this pleasure. So he, anytime he wants a treat, he just comes and sits down. You don't even have to ask him. He's obedient. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, question. Is that how your mom trained you? If they, train, they were training you like an animal. You weren't trained like that. What was happening is, what happened with you walking? Mirror. You got it? Aha. So, nobody had to have a discussion with you. As you were looking, you were becoming. You know, you, you looked. Then all of a sudden, you started standing. This is the Holy Spirit talking to you. You, sta- you started, you know, and the first time you tried it, uh, you stumbled and then you fell. Then you got back up. Why didn't the baby stop? Because there is a programming on the inside that this is who you are. So all you needed to do is put the picture in front of him. If you put the picture in front of him, he will become. There were still things that needed to be entered in. Programming. He didn't leave it to us to find what program. The word of God is the program. The purpose of the word of God is to code you. Look, there are things that you came with. There are things that you will be taught. That means more information has to be entered in to make you fulfill all that you were specifically designed to do. Praise God. So the word of God was not given to you for the purpose of you obeying. If you do it like that, you are doing something outside your design and you are using the material also wrongly. You are abusing the word. You are abusing your design. You will be constantly frustrated. Wondering why am I like this? Wondering why doesn't the word work? No, the word works, but it is to be worked in a particular way. There's a purpose of the word. Psalm 119, verse 130. All right. 130, 130. The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. Go to 129. Thy testimonies are wonderful. The TPT, let me, let me. The TPT adds something that is not there. Your marvelous words are living miracles. Oh. He considers the word of God a miracle. Because that is what God said about his word. You know, the Lord knew already what the response of the Jews would be because he made them. There was a mutation of man's personality. And so what man could now do was try to obey because his nature was completely cut off from God. And so he kept on trying to obey. And so this is what the Jews did with the word. They keep on trying to obey and they are never able. So he sent one like them. Who was himself. And with that nature. Are you getting me? He had the nature of men. But the life of God. So only he. Was able to obey. When he obeyed. That was the end of that matter. So all the high laws that were given. Are not for me. Someone has obeyed. I'm a product of his obedience. I'm a fruit now of God. I'm a, I, I was born of God's seed. I don't have to try to. I'm not a dog trying to be a man. I'm born of God. So I can God. I can act like him. He can tell me to imitate God. Are you getting me? And so then how do I relate with the word for it to produce this thing? 
if I keep on listening and then, okay, trying to do it, I will find that it is so difficult because that was not my design. But do you know that if you keep, if you've tried teaching your baby how to walk, you'll be wasting your time and the baby will be frustrated. You will be frustrated. Oh, I saw something so painful. <laughs> a, 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 a lady little kid who has just started school little bitty kid I don't know what, what age are they when they start school five no I, I think that child was, was was smaller than five, three, three. I, I'm sure it's preschool because this was a tiny little girl I don't know whether it was her mom who was trying to teach her something <coughs> oh Africa okay that little girl so they're asking her okay so this plus this and she didn't get it the mom slapped her the 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 little girl fell off the chair and then i said it was horror your heart will be like my god then she quickly in fear sat up again and the mom again said what did i say it was she still got it wrong this time the slap why the mom has an expectation that is not real so the baby is very frustrated is a and under is being tortured being tortured to do something are you getting me it is the same way the lord is not torturing you He didn't give you his word for you to try to obey and then you keep on failing. And then you are frustrated thinking he's also angry with you, trying to punish you. No, that is not him. Oh. He is the gracious God. That is not him. In his love, he came to die in your place. Greater love has no man. Are you getting me? So if you keep on trying to obey, you are, you are giving yourself a hardship that is not required. It's like learning something that was not required for the exam. Just wasting your time. And then sometimes so people will say, okay, so why doesn't God just show up and tell us what he wants us to do? It's like, it's like you saying, when you take a calculator you want to put words in the calculator if you want a calculator like that go and design one but the one that Casio designed they didn't have an intention of, of words so you can't say to Casio don't understand why won't you let me put words in the calculator it wasn't designed like that Listen, what we are in is a system that is designed by God. What you do is you find out how it works and you work it. There is no, you have no business. You are not a designer. You showed up in the, in the system. So it's very foolish to then demand from the creator how he should operate with you. It doesn't make sense. You rather learn and find out how do things work in this world and thank God that is why we have the word of God. He hasn't hidden anything from us. Alright. So I said the purpose of God's word. Is to make you. Live like your design. So when he's telling you. Do not sin. It is not. For you to obey. Do not. So he said do not sin. So you said I will not sin. Because he said if you try it. You will sin more. The more you look at it, he said, do not lie. You look at it, you said, the Bible said, I should not lie. So, I will not lie. So, you are trying your best not to lie. You will lie. You know what you have to do? The only way you can give what you have not put inside. I said, there are things that you came with. Look at this. Should I give you that scripture? 
Do we have the time? The word of God is given for you to see. Are you hearing me? <laughs> that is the only way for you to do the word. <laughs> okay, let's go to Joshua 1 8. It's not really what I wanted to give you, but it will work. Joshua 1 8. He said, This book of the law shall not depart. What? It will not depart out of your mouth. He said, But thou shalt hagar, meditate. That is the Hebrew word, hagar. It means to ponder. It also means further to mutter and then further to roar. That means you are shouting the, what, the, the, the word that you heard. Are you getting me? He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but, you shall, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Day and night makes one day. Then he says, so that Okay, can you give me in the King James because the colloquial English makes it a bit difficult. New King James. The NKJV. Alright. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do. So he's, he's saying... If you will meditate on it day and night, you will observe. Now, he chose his words very carefully. He said, observe to do. He didn't say obey. Are you getting this? Observe to do. He said, if you meditate, you will see and do. So meditation is part of seeing. Meditation is part of saying. So if you, in, in meditation, what he's trying to do is, he's trying to let you see you. What does the baby do? You know that the baby in looking at you walk is seeing him walk. Or else he wouldn't try it. He will think it's something reserved for you. It seems like these ones have two legs. I have four. Are you getting what I'm saying? No, but he sees himself in you. That is what God wants you to do. He wants you to see yourself in him. For you are in him. And so when you are meditating on the word, that is exactly what you are doing. You are engaging him. By looking at him, you are seeing you. The more you see him, the more you see you. For you are made of his material. I showed you. He said you are born not of corruptible seed. Not of mortal seed. But of in you are born of the word. That is your DNA. And so when you look into the word, you will begin... To use it in that way, you are seeing, even though he's talking to Joshua, it seems. Now, Joshua is not here. You know, he's, oh, it's talking to me. The Bible is a living word. He's talking to me. And so I begin to see myself as the Joshua that he's talking about. He's talking to me. So then I, I begin to talk the word. I'm talking the word. I say, instead of saying, I saw you should not lie. Then I say, okay, because he said I should not, I will not. I will not. I will not. Then he lies. He says, I, I, I promise I will not. Instead of saying that, I will not. What he must say, since he said you should not lie, it means that is who you are. So you take it. You say, I do not lie. You get the difference? Even if there was a situation where you lied. Then you realize that you lied. You say to yourself, I do not lie. Are you getting what? That is your nature. You go back to that person and you say, you know what? That was a lie. It wasn't the truth. Why? Because I do not lie. <laughs> this is how to conform. Are you getting what I'm saying? The one who tries to obey always is looking for forgiveness. Not because he wants to change. <laughs> he just wants forgiveness. So that is the attitude. He, and that's the interesting thing. 
he doesn't really want to change. <laughs> if you tell him that he doesn't want to change, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you that. I really, he'll even cry. I really want to change. But the, the fact that he's obeying is proof that he doesn't want to change. Because God already told him, this is your nature. This is what you're supposed to be doing. He's looking to enjoy the thing, but collect forgiveness. He wants you to finally be okay with what he is doing. I said, but this is what to do with the word of God. You are to take it and declare it. Let me finish it. He says, that thou mayest observe your scene, just like that baby walked, observe to do. All that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. The Lord is not responsible for your prosperity. You are. Praise God. If you don't do this, you will not be prosperous. It's very simple. He tells you in the word how to be prosperous. If you do this, you will be prosperous. So if I take the word concerning my prosperity, he calls me prosperous. So I take it and look around in my account. There's nothing there. But he said, the judge shall live by faith. I say what he said. When you say what he said, you will begin just like that baby, what they call baby steps. Just because the baby looked, it didn't mean Jojo looked, saw you walking. Jojo just stood up. No, that's not how it works, right? Are you getting what I'm saying? But when it started, yeah, he takes his legs. Then he falls. Then he gets up. What's he? His muscles are receiving strength. He's learning coordination. All of it is coming together. But guess what? He has said to himself, this is how I am. So he keeps on reinforcing it in him. Oh, this is who I am. This is who I am. He, he doesn't, he, in him, he can't give up. He can't stop. So why do you give up on the word? You are becoming what he said. So you keep declaring it. You keep talking it. How be it? It may start with baby steps. But keep those baby steps. Very soon, you will not be a baby anymore. Are you getting this? In his trying and he fell, did you slap that child and say, why did you fall? If you fall again, you'll see what I'll do to you. Is that what you did? It wouldn't make sense. You'll be excited <laughs> that he fell because you know that it means he's making progress. He's moving forward. But if the boy never stood up, then you know there's a problem. That is the problem. If he hasn't started walking when he should be walking, that is a problem. You, you're, and you're not going to be beating him when he has a problem. Because then it means there's a medical issue here. So we've got to figure out. You're working with the doctors. You don't insist. Hey, you must walk. Hey, hey. If you don't walk, no, that's not. So don't. If you are not like that, that's not how God is. He's not teaching you to obey him. He's teaching you how to God in life. Teaching you how to live like him in this world. To walk like him. To talk like him. To think like him. To treat others like him. This is what he's teaching you. Why do we give? Because our father is a giver. So we just give. We're not dogs. Being giving treats. I said there are too many who want to be trained to obey. Even in their giving, they want to be trained to obey. So when they give, say, where's the treat? Where is it? <laughs> if you ever train dogs and you tell them to do something, if you don't give them the treat, very soon they'll stop doing it. <laughs> I don't know if you get me. They'll stop doing it. Because <laughs> you... <laughs> It's a transaction. You told me to sit. <laughs> you didn't give me any food. You didn't give me any treats. I'm looking at you. Maybe first one was a mistake. 
The next time you said, I shall sit, I sat. So he associates the, the sit. Because when I pushed him down at the back, I also said, sit. So he associates that phrase, that sound. I remember my, my brother would teach. He loves dogs. If you go to his house, he has no less than 20 dogs. Massive Great Danes and French Mastiffs and massive dogs. Hey. I remember how he would train them. You know, he would put some food there. And so every time he would do this, he would train them to sit down. And when they sit down, he would now give them the food. So every time he now does this without the food, they sit. Because they've been trained for so long that when you see this sign, <laughs> he's expecting that there's food in that corner there. After a while, they start disobeying. <laughs> because what you connected it to was not coming anymore. And you also couldn't keep doing it. Not that you didn't have the money to buy the... But that's not the relationship you wanted to have. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he's saying that is how some Christians behave. They are looking for the treat always. Whatever they do for God, they say, where's the treat? Where's the harvest? They don't know that it's their nature. It's their nature to do this. So God, the Lord has to tell us, don't be wary. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm It's your nature. It's your nature. Glory to God. And so from this place, when you go home, from here, you're not trying to obey the word anymore. You're not struggling with any addiction anymore. I said to you last Sunday, I said I could guarantee you, if you hear the message, there is no bondage that can hold you. It's impossible. So, if you've been dealing maybe with a, an addiction, let me tell you what to do. The first thing, if you've, you've got to know what kind of addiction it is. Because life is, first of all, spiritual. Sometimes you can open a door for spiritual involvement into physical things. What do I mean by that? If you have been doing it for so long, for years, it's going to be tough to stop. And I'll tell you why. Not impossible, but it's going to be tough. Um, you'll need to know what, you have to first count the cost, right? So that you know what to put in. If you've been doing it for three years, four years, five years, ten years, there is a great chance, I'm not saying it is the case, but there is a great chance that now a demon may be involved. Why? Because they take advantage of wrongdoing. When you now find, you know there are some people, even though they are doing the wrong things and they've been doing it for years, the thing is not holding them. I don't know if you get me. You know, there's some people who take drugs. Who manage the drugs? That's what Canada wanted to do, but it hasn't worked. They take drugs, but they, they manage it. They use it at particular times. That one hasn't become a problem for that person yet. There's no demon involved yet. The one where you see someone there, there is trouble in a building. He's first thinking of... Are you getting what I'm saying? First enjoying the drugs before he leaves the place. The thing has held him. Are you getting me? It doesn't matter. We could be sitting here right now in church. Then the demand comes. He leaves to go to one corner to go do what he's going to do and then come back and join. No, that is a stronghold. Something has taken advantage of you. A demon is involved now. But thank God that a demon is involved. You know why? Because that's the easiest one to deal with. Why? He told us, 
cast out devils. Now, though I said it's easy, let me explain. You remember that the disciples wanted to cast out a devil and they couldn't. And they asked Jesus, why? Then he said, because of your unbelief, number one. But then he said, this kind goeth not out, but by, if the demon has become your friend, you have to fast and pray. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. If you see that this thing has held you, it's time to fast and pray. You are going to condition your spirit. Then you're going to say something. When you say out, it will be gone. From that day, it will stop. Now, if a demon is not involved, you might think it's easier. It's actually tougher. I'll tell you why. When I say tougher, it means it may take you some time. Maybe two weeks. Maybe a month. Maybe three months. To deal with it. Why? Because your senses have become um, loaded with this pleasure that you are receiving from that thing. And your senses have, you know, your senses are trainable. Okay. Hmm. 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 Have you ever wondered? When, if someone, okay, now, um, viewer discretion is advised. Uh, hearer, hearer, discretion is advised. When someone uses the bathroom here and you go into the bathroom, you know that someone used this place. Right? You know, <laughs> it doesn't smell so good. What about you? When you sit in your own, how come you, you don't? <laughs> because it was a person just like you. Are you getting what I'm saying? How come you don't seem to smell? You think it smells good. It doesn't. But you know what? You are used to it. It's like that's how people don't know it when their breath smells. They, they are disturbing the whole world. But they just don't seem to know. And you're wondering, how come? Or people with body odor. They have lived with it. Their senses are loaded with it. Have adjusted to it. I don't know how people like alcohol. Like beer. And all of that. It, I, I don't know how. But they know. They acquired the taste. Even wine doesn't taste very nice to me. But they acquired it. They trained their senses to enjoy this thing. So that is part of the challenge. I'm breaking things down for you so you understand. The senses are now overloaded with that. Now, you're going to have to use the word. So every time you're looking at the word, you know what is going to start? The first thing is, when you become a Christian, the first thing is the desire changes. Not the feeling yet, but the desire. So now when you do it, you sense it's wrong. But the ability is not yet there enough to overwhelm the feeling. So the desire is there, but the feeling is also there. The desire has changed. You get what I'm saying? So now he wants to serve God, but the feeling is so sweet to his body. I said, but that's the first thing. You know that you are in the process of change. When the desire has changed. If, the desire, if you just love sin, you are able to announce it to everybody. No, last night I, I sinned. You know, then you know that for yours. <sighs> you, you are not a Christian yet. You need to get born again. But there is no Christian who will testify of sin with joy. Identify. That's how we know that you, you cannot be a gay pastor. It's not possible. Are you getting me? Why? Because the two don't go together. You can have a challenge that you are addressing but you cannot testify. No, because the Christian does not love sin. He doesn't love what God has said is wrong. No. That's the first thing. 
the desire will change. Now, for the uh, ability to overwhelm the desire, you're going to use the word. You're going to talk the word. And the more you are talking it, I said you will observe that the first thing you also get now is control. Even if the thing is still there, you will now be able to determine when you will do it. It's leaving. For some people, if it was brought about solely by a spirit, the, the casting out of that spirit changes everything. He stops immediately. He won't go on. But when it is the programming of a person, he has to be reprogrammed. New code has to be entered in. And so how is he going to? He can't enter code any other way but by taking it and declaring it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he said, um, Romans chapter 6 and verse 14. Sin has no dominion over me. The scripture said, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. So I say to myself, I'm under grace. I'm under grace. It doesn't matter the feeling that it's showing up. The person is feeling like going to watch por uh, pornography. He's feeling that way, but he's declaring the word. Sin has no dominion. He said, Pornography, you don't have dominion over me, for I am not under sin. I'm under grace. Now, even if he falls, God is pleased. He's making progress. He must keep on saying it. He must not stop talking it. Because something is happening to him. He won't feel it in his senses. But something. He will just find one day. Now not just the desire. But the feeling has changed. The ability of God's word. Has completely supplanted. The feelings of the senses. Now. He begins to train his senses to be employed for righteousness. And so there's nobody here who has to suffer any addiction. If you say today, stops, the demon heard you. Now you get on a new program. Did you hear what I said? Don't, don't say to yourself, ah, I've been doing this for a long time. I don't think I can stop. Listen. If you live that way and identify with it, no, then you have changed who you are. You have reprogrammed who you are. If you are here and you already know that that thing is bad, I said, that's the first indication that you are really a child of God. Because if you are not a child of God, what you will call evil, good. You, your senses would, um, will not respond that, sorry, your, your desire will not respond to what is good you just want to do what is evil but you're a child of God and so every time you do something wrong you see, ah even though you are hiding it, you don't want anybody to know that's why you're hiding it, because you don't want to be associated with it so that tells you, you are good now what I'm teaching you is the way you mirror the word of God you put the word of God in front of you day and night. If you're serious about it, this is what you will have to do. In the morning, you are looking at what he said. You begin to declare it. You say, ah, I refuse. I refuse to do what is wrong. You are programming yourself. I refuse to accept wrongdoing. I, ref I, ex I eschew evil. You say, but pastor, okay then, what do I do if I now go and do it again? Keep talking. Keep saying something is happening. What you are dealing with is the feeling now, not the desire. Because your desire is unto God. Your, you desire God. But now the feelings, like I said, have been overloaded. This is what they know. They've been, you've acquired a taste. So now you are using the word of God to disabuse your mind and your senses. To correct that thing. It's only the word of God that can change a man. Without, a man, without the word of God, a man can change. He's not, it's not a genuine change if it's not with the word of God. And thank God for the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank God for the... Just lift up your hands and thank Him for the Holy Spirit. He's reorganizing your life. Listen, it doesn't matter where you are right now. Maybe condemned by different people who have a great expectation of you and even you have a great expectation for yourself and yet you are not living that way. Don't worry. The Holy Spirit is working on you. The Holy Spirit is producing Christ in you. Young people, this is all you require. Don't think, don't describe you by darkness.
describe you in the light of God's word. What has he said about you? He does not call you a sinner. No, you are a saint. Say, I'm a saint. Some of you found it difficult to say. <laughs> because you just did something wrong before you came to church. And so it's, so it's so heavy on your mouth. So what are you going to say? Are you going to say, I'm a sinner? It won't change anything because it's not the truth. You are not a sinner. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are the righteousness of God. And you keep on declaring that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God. The Lord said where sin abounded, he said grace did much more abound. There's more grace. He doesn't leave you alone. He has not left you alone. The more trouble that there is in that thing, know that he has supplied all the grace that you require to change that matter. God is with you. God is in you. And he will never leave you alone. You are his project. And he's working on you. He said the path of the just. It's like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. You are headed towards the perfect day. You keep on talking to yourself like that. You look at yourself in the mirror. You say, I know who I am. The greater one lives in me. I have overcome the world. I've overcome sin. You keep talking. Maybe all your life you've been broke. You say, no. Since I came into Christ, everything has changed. You look in the account, not even a dollar. But he said, St. Corinthians 8 verse 9. He said, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you, through his poverty, might be made rich. So you say, I'm rich. You have to say what he said. I am rich. You look around, it doesn't look like it. But we walk by faith and not by sight. You keep on declaring the word. I refuse to be poor. Then you will see that the wisdom of God is programming you. All of a sudden, you know what to do. You know what to do. He's bringing ideas to you. Then when you put it to work, it yields results. He's teaching you how the righteous live. As you are giving, more is coming. You are giving, more is coming. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are not sick. You are not sick. Now, listen. Maybe you went to the doctor. The doctor said you have diabetes. As a Christian, don't say that the doctor... Um, there's something wrong with the doctor no but what is the truth about you what has God said about you sickness is incipient death it's death on its way but he said anyone that believes in him has passed from death onto life so you begin to declare what he said you say I refuse to die I refuse to be sick because according to the word of God in 1st John chapter 5 and verse 11 can you give it to me and this is the record that God hath he is not trying to God has given us eternal life he said and this life is in his son then he said he that hath the son hath life he that hath not the son hath not life do you have the son then you have life you say I cannot die I cannot die I refuse to be sick. You know, they said diabetes is in your body. They said cancer is in your body. You say cancer in the name of the Lord Jesus. I command you to die. For the life of God is in me. You talk that way. They've given you three months. You say no. I will not die. For the resurrection power of God is living in me. It's living in me. I know who I am. The health of God is mine. If Jesus doesn't forsake, I refuse to forsake. Because I'm made of the same material. Maybe you've been failing at school. It's because you didn't know who you are. But once you get this gospel, I said it's a mirror. You take it and begin to talk it. You say I'm a success. Because he said you are like the tree that is planted by the rivers of water. You produce fruit in good season. Your leaves will not wither. In, in Jeremiah 17 verse 7 can you give it to me quick Jeremiah 17 verse 7 17 verse 7 he said blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is next verse for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters 
and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh. What does it mean? He won't experience lack. He won't experience hardship. He will not see when hardship comes. He said, but her leaf shall be green. Look, do you realize that the trees in winter, they lose their leaves? Why? Because they are conserving food. So they have to be very economical. They lose their leaves so that um, lean as possible. Because not as much food, not as much water from the ground because everything is iced up. But that is not you. In season and out of season, you are fresh. In season and out of season, your leaves are continually green. You will never be poor. You will never fail. This is your calling. This is the picture he has painted about you. Don't listen to those that say failure is part of life. No, it's not part of life. I keep shining. I keep winning. I win every day. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You say I'm a city set on a hill. I cannot be hid. He hasn't hidden you. He hasn't hidden you. He has set you on top. Whatever industry you are in, you are at the top. You are at the top. You are not at the bottom. Glory to God. I'm a success. I'm a success. Can you say that to your neighbor? I'm a success. Tell them you are looking at a success. I am a success. One more time, I'll give you another opportunity. Turn to your neighbor. I'm a success. Glory to God. Yes, you are. You are. Your business is successful. Your job is successful. Your family is successful. You are successful on every side. The favor of God is with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. So this is what you will use the word from from now on. Never try to obey the word. You are a doer of the word. You are a doer of the word. Not a hearer only. You are a doer. Praise God forevermore. We thank you, Father. Let's worship him. Lord, we thank you. You are good. Thank you for your good word. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up. Oh, glory to It's able. The word is able in my life. It's building me up. You say to yourself, whatever has not happened yet, it's happening, it's happening. Why? Because God is calling me. He's building me up. He's building me up. I'm moving by the Spirit. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is why you must never be depressed. Never sad. We've got such a good life. Glorious life he has given to us. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah.